1: And Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. The Blues are back in action tonight in Edmonton. I'm sure it's a balmy 25 degrees up there right now. Pre-game coverage with Alex Ferrario and Joey Vitale beginning at 7 o'clock. Joey giving us an update from Edmonton right now via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. You'll hear him tonight on the call. Joe, appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today?
0: Joey, Joey, <laughs> What's Joey. Going <sighs> What's going on? What's going on, fell? Hey, it's just the update. It's just cold, man. I don't know. <laughs> It's just cold. It's just really cold and dark all the time. That's all I got. Joe, I've always wondered why, guys,
1: the broadcasters from Edmonton, when they show up to Enterprise Center, they're, they're always wearing their jackets. Are they just permanently cold?
0: Man, I, I, I don't know. I think it's just like the, the layers don't even do anything. Like when they tell you to go deer hunting or like elk hunting, I mean, I've never been elk hunting, but I can imagine, but I go deer hunting a lot. It's all about layers, you know? And even when you put the layers on, it just, nothing seems. Nothing seems doable. I don't know. You can't even think my butt cheeks were cold this morning, walking around. My butt cheeks are never cold. Like this rear end. You kidding me? My, my, my butt cheeks were literally cold this morning. Joey. It's all, it's all <laughs> inside up
1: there though. Right?
0: Like they've got the tunnels and stuff. Doesn't that help? Yeah, but you gotta get outside every now and then to go for a walk or maybe do grab you, a lunch. Do you or, know? I mean, I guess you don't have to. I've been reading a lot about these, uh, survival neurons that kick in when your body's under extreme cold is, you know, the idea of Ryan O'Reilly jumping in a cold tub, you know, it's the same idea of a sauna. They say, if you do a sauna, you know, for four to five times a week, it could add like 10 to 12 years to your life, which is absolutely incredible. So I started digging a little deeper in this thing. And apparently we got these like survival neurons that kick in under extreme climate, like, For example, when Ryan O'Reilly sits in a cold tub of, like, 40-degree water, you know, your body, it's programmed not to think that you're in a controlled setting of a cold tub. Your body's DNA, as long as you've been around, is probably saying, oh, oh crud, my my human just fell into a lake of cold water, and he's going to die. Right? So that's what your body's saying. Like, follow me here. So your body's saying, geez, he just fell into a lake. This guy's going to die we gotta kick in these survival neurons that everyone has. And if you, if you do some research, these things are real. So they basically, these things kick kick click on in your body that basically b- bring out that fight or flight in you. And then the more you do that, the more longevity you bring to your life. Same thing with saunas. Like your body doesn't know, your body doesn't know you're at the Ritz Carlton sauna, you know, in, you know, in Colorado and you got like the newspaper, all your body says, geez, this guy's in the desert. He's in the middle of a desert I don't know when he's getting out of there, but i tell you one thing, if we don't click on these survival neurons, this guy's going to die. You know, you think about as long as you've been around as humans, I mean, yeah, I go outside for 20 minutes and try to kick on these survival neurons, but then I can go back to my hotel where it's warm. It's very comfortable. I mean, what happened 2,000 years ago when people in Edmonton were walking around Edmonton and they got their babies and they're being chased by saber tooth tigers. There's no, I mean, you got fire, but aside from that, there's no like controlled heat or comfort you know, so the answer, I mean, that's a long way to answer your question, BK, but I like to go out for a walk every now and then and to try, to, try to trigger my survival neurons.
1: I think Joey's being a little dramatic. It's it's 11 degrees right now no, in Edmonton. No. You, know, mind, and, uh, you know the feels-like temperature where, like, they say it's X, but then it feels like Y? Yeah. Apparently, it feels like 6 degrees out there God. currently. My bigger question, said, it's, Joe, it's,
0: is... It feels worse. It feels <laughs> worse. The wind. The wind's a killer.
1: My bigger question, Joe, is, like, when your butt cheeks are cold, like, how do you manage going to go the bathroom? Whoa. We well, don't need, I don't need yeah, that I, update. I'm not...
0: I'm not going there. We don't need an update there, Alex. Um, stop thinking about rear end. How did you take everything I just said? Why are you thinking about my rear end of all the things? Hey, man.
1: Well, you said butt cheeks like four times, and it's a really rare thing to throw out there. But, Joe, let's transition since you're talking about survival neurons. Did the, uh, did the blue survival neurons kick in in those two last games on the homestand? And, and are they in that survival mode now going into the end of December? What a pro. What a transition. What
0: a pro. I was like, how do you transition out of what I just said? Alex, that may be the transition of the year. Right there. Um, what's going to happen tonight? I have no idea what's going to happen tonight. What's going to happen the rest of December? Gee, I mean, only time will tell. I mean, even when I was watching this Nashville game right before we got things rocking and rolling there on Monday night, I was sitting there thinking, like, I don't know which team's going to show up here tonight. I talked to Hal Gill, the broadcaster for the, for the uh, Preds, and he said the exact same thing. You know, two teams inconsistent. You just, you just never know. So, unfortunately here, I wish I had better answers for you uh, about what's going to happen in December. What I can tell you is the way this team seems to be trending. Uh, When you look at those last two games, of course you grab a point in the Colorado afternoon game on Sunday. And then the very next night you grab the two points off the Braden Shen goal against the national predators. So three out of four points against central division teams. Those ones are big. Those ones are very big. And now we finish off this, this, this Christmas uh, season before into this break, all with Pacific teams, the blues are six and two against Pacific teams this year. That is by far the best division they faced all season long. So that's a positive, um, The last two games, I've noticed something uh, very, very different in this team. You're starting to see uh, some of the veterans really, really come around a lot more. The ice time for them has gone up, uh, but the biggest thing we're seeing also is the special teams. Although the power play has been uh, not as consistent, the PK, 7 for 7, over the last two games, you've only allowed nine shots on goal throughout that stretch. You know, this was a penalty kill that I think Craig Burby was trying some younger players out at. You know Robert Thomas was getting a lot of time. Uh, you look the last two games, it's more Barbashev, it's more, it's more Brandon Saad. So like I said, a lot of the veterans seem to be kind of coming back into, this, into the fold here uh, with this kill and how the kill kind of looks. And with that comes some very nice stability. And when you have a great kill and your goaltender's making some saves, uh, those two things, you're, you're going to give yourself a chance uh, to win every single night because when the blue season has looked bad, the kill's been poor and they have not been getting the saves. So those two things certainly have clicked on over the last two games for
1: this blue team joey vitale is our guest for another couple of minutes here on 101 espn joey final question that i had for you i i saw this report from jim thomas i don't know if this is exactly what the lines will look like tonight but maybe you can give us some insight he believes the blues are going with buchnevich shin and tarasenko and then barbie thomas and kairu those kind of be the the middle six if you will what do you think of that construction is that the way that you like to see it
0: you know what? I think so. I mean, there's, you, add, you add a lot of balance, you know, to those those two lines, which which I think at times, you know, that grouping needs. You know, with Barbashev, you know, playing with some younger players, I think that, you know, he's going to add that veteran, you know, let's just call it responsibility with the puck. You know, I was talking to some of the players about this the other day. You know, every time you have the puck, and this is what veterans understand, and this is where a lot of young players just quite they don't quite grasp it yet. You know, when you talk about a player that's taking a few years to get, get, get their grip into, into the league or, or like the you know, Nathan McKinnon types where it's, you know, four years of like not so great hockey and all of a sudden they explode. You know, what happens mentally with a young player and an old player? Like why? What's going on? And, and I think that, you know, when I was talking to players the other day about it, you know, when you look at young players, young players have the puck. And then they think, I'm going to try this with the puck. And then what happens? Maybe they lose the puck. And what do they think? They think, ah, oh, shoot, I tried that. It didn't work. I'm going to go try to get the puck back. And it seems pretty simple, right? But, but a veteran doesn't think like that. A veteran player, and this is why I think it's to answer your question, BK, about having veterans kind of spread out on the line. Veteran players hold everyone accountable because this is how they view the puck. When they have the puck, they're thinking, I'm going to try to make this play, but I need to make, make sure I make this play. Because every play after this play is going to have a, either positive or a negative ripple effect on the entire game, the entire shift, maybe the entire period, right? So if I if I make this play, it's going to really help this team from X, Y, and Z standpoint. So maybe I should make this chip, right? Or if I'm coming out of the D zone, like I'm thinking, ooh, I may have someone in the middle. But if it gets if, if it gets intercepted, I know the negative ripple effect it's going to have on the game. Or I can make the sure play and just chip it out to space to have someone skate into it. That's more of a sure play. And if I make that play, it's going to have a positive ripple effect on the whole team. So to me, that's the biggest difference mentally when you're talking about puck possession between a young player and an old player, a young player will say, I'm going to try to make this play. If I make it great, if I don't, Oh, well, I'll try to get it back. But an older player is going to say, I'm going to try to make this play, but I'm going to make doggone sure. I make the right play and the most uh, constructive and high percentage play, because I know if I make a play, it's going to have a positive impact. And if I lose this puck and I turn it over, it's going to have a negative impact, not only on me and not only on my linemates, but maybe on the whole trajectory of the entire game.
1: You can only get this kind of analysis between the butt cheek coldness, yeah. uh, the wind, and that kind of analysis for the hockey team right here on 101 well, ESPN with Joey Vitale on the air. And tonight on pregame from 7 to 8 o'clock. That is a great yep. point, Alex. And don't, then puck drop coming up at eight. There will be plenty um, of butt cheek conversations of warming those I up not. later on tonight.
0: I am firing all cylinders this morning, guys, because I'm telling you, I went for a 15 minute walk in the extreme cold. My my survival neurons have officially kicked on, and I'm thinking on a new level. Well, and how do
1: and then go warm the butt cheeks up, Joey? I can't wait for those survival neurons to be working for you whenever you guys get to Vegas. That's when they really kick on.
0: Hey, science is science, boys. Science (laughs) is science. Have a great day.